0: Back at the wall! Time game! Big puppy! The grand slam!
1: Hello and uh, welcome to this new uh, baseball podcast. We are back at the wall um, with four students at UCLan that really just love the game of baseball and wanted to talk about it as much as possible. Hence why we've created this podcast. We all do fantasy baseball um, Christian's currently winning and Ethan is in last place. So keep your date throughout that, throughout the year. Um, so let's just go around. We're running on a Zoom call. So we'll just go around the Zoom, everyone introduce themselves, say what team they support. And yeah, we'll start with um, Mr. O'Gorman.
0: Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm Ethan O'Gorman. Uh, I'm a third year student like George and Christian. Uh, I'm a Red Sox fan. I've been for a few years, but really got into baseball in this last two years, really due to lockdown stuff. So, yeah, just love baseball. Love the Red Sox. been a good season so far.
2: Uh, Liam? Uh, my name's Liam Grimley. I am an I am the only Irish person here, despite the name from Ethan. Uh, I am a second-year UCLan student. Uh, I'm the baby of the group. And I am an Oakland A's fan, have been for the last three years. And I got into baseball mainly because of the film and book Moneyball. Uh, Read it watched it that was pretty cool and then just said you know what the A's are the thing for me uh, um yeah love the A's of uh, um hopefully and I've also had experience in podcasting before with baseball so yeah if you if I'll be these guys will be looking to me for advice
1: very nice thank you thank you uh Christian
3: I'm <laughs> Christian I guess uh, George calls me the fiend no idea why
0: yeah, is uh, a mask, Christian?
3: I'm I'm a Yankee I'm a Yankees fan. Uh, I've been a Yankees fan for about a decade now. Even if I haven't been, even if I've been loosely following it, my mom got me a Yankees jersey on a trip to New York, and been following them ever since. Even though we've been shanked.
1: There we go. And for those of you that can't see, Christian is wearing a terrifying mask at the moment. Hence the hence the fiend restaurant reference um I'm George uh I'm a third year sports journalism student um at UCLan uh I'm a New York Mets fan uh go Mets um and have been for it's not it's not as long I've been a fan of baseball for about four years and then when I was studying abroad in America I um got more into the game And a bunch of my friends were Mets fans so it made logical sense um and yeah we've been oh, we have so much potential it's so painful at the same time but there we go. So there's there's us, there's our teams. Uh, now we're going to move on to the a segment we're calling hot topics. So sort of the big stories from this week. Um, so the, we're on. I think we're on matchup number four now of the Padres Dodgers. Uh, Liam, what do you what do you think of the matchup with the two powerhouses in uh, in the MLB?
2: Well, I mean, I think uh, a lot of commentators have been calling it um, that. This so this year we're gonna have 19 World Series games and it is gonna be the Padres and the Dodgers series, and I think they're absolutely right. We've seen some stellar matchups between the two so far. Um, the Dodgers have had a great season overall so far. I think they're 14 and 7, and the San Diego Padres are what eleven and ten. So I think I think that the Dodgers have the upper hand on this, they have a great they're great run coming into this, but um, I don't know. I feel like the Padres aren't done yet. Tatis is fresh back from injury. He's fresh legs. He's had a couple of games to rest. I feel like he's going to go off in the next couple of games in this series. So, um, yeah, uh, great games so far. And one of the most stellar plays of the season so far. But we'll get onto that later. Uh, I just can't wait to see more because it's a great matchup. One of the greatest matchups I've seen in my time in baseball.
1: I couldn't agree more. I think just the star quality on both of their rosters is it's it's disgusting night in night out for both of them um the dodgers obviously came into this year on the back of their first world series in far too long if you're a dodgers fan after falling so many times ethan what what is it about the, we'll go with the padres what is it about this padres team that that
0: you love so much i think i might know one reason why but but tell us tell us do it's just obviously they've got they've got the best hitter in the league at the moment obviously tattoos He's had that injury and he was obviously the best last season. Uh, You might disagree, George. Who knows? Uh, But obviously, one of the battles last week when they played was that epic pitching showdown between, between Kershaw and Davish. It was just excellent. It was like Davish had nine strikeouts and Kershaw had eight. It was just a really good battle of the pitchers, really. It was a really entertaining battle. And I think... The Dodgers, as you said, have waited so long for that World Series that they have kind of on a roll now. And they've kind of reinforced, they've won that World Series and they've brought in players that they needed. So, obviously, Trevor Bauer, who uh, was at the Reds and came oh so close to joining your beloved Mets, and then decided to go for the Dodgers instead. Uh, But, yeah, I think they've reinforced that bullpen, really, in that. Starting pitching lineup, that rotation for this season, and I think they'll they're, they're favourites to go for the World Series, and I think it's just going to be entertaining, as you mentioned, nine World Series games. I think they're playing again tonight. And just a quick update as well: uh, the Cubs have just gone one nil up against Brewers at bottom of the first. Uh, so that's all I've got to say on the Dodgers and Padres.
1: Yeah, so we are we are recording this. Um... On a Friday night, because you know it's still kind of locked down, and we have nothing else to do with our lives, I guess. So, uh well, Liam doesn't. Liam can't go anywhere. We could go to the pub. We're choosing to do this.
2: You really have, you really have to bring that up. You're really bringing this up, now I,
1: I just yeah. thought we should, you know. I, I've, I've been for several pints, and I just wanted to rub that in your face. Good for see you. Um, yeah, thank you. um So, I guess one of the bigger topics, you know, in the sport as a whole is, is the sport of baseball dying um you know because it's considered it was it was widely considered America's pastime. I think the four of us would agree that it isn't really dying the numbers suggest that it isn't um fans on MLB TV have already watched 1.34 billion minutes of games which is ridiculous number uh Christian how much baseball have you been watching what have you been enjoying about the game um and the sport as a whole at the moment uh
3: to be honest with you, aside from Yankees games, uh, very little so far. Uh, th- that's and that's uh, partially thanks to Ethan's logging uh, Can you tell us what what's gone wrong for the
1: Yankees, Christian? Because at the moment, New York is currently blue. It's not pinstripes. It's currently blue. You know, for the Mets, what's what's going wrong for the Yankees? Why aren't they Why aren't they really playing at the level that people think they should?
3: Giancarlo Stanton is struggling. Uh, Gary Sanchez is struggling. Uh, I mentioned to Ethan a strange stat yesterday. It's the Yan- Yankees have scored the fewest runs for them personally since 1984.
1: It's very nice for the fact that the Mets have got one of the, the probably one of the better starting rotations in not just New York but baseball at the moment. The pitching has been phenomenal, particularly behind the arm of uh, the best pitcher in baseball, Jacob Degrom, who sadly has got like one win, one win, one loss because. We simply can't score runs at the moment.
3: I mean, Garrett Cole's great. <laughs> he is great, but it's what you've got behind him because uh, the Yankees placed a lot of bets, essentially, with uh, Jameson, Talon and uh, Kluber when they brought them in because both were coming in off the back of injuries. Uh, Talon had, like, uh, two elbow surgeries on his pitching arm, so that was all, always a massive risk, even if, even if you give it, you gave up very little for him, which the Yankees did. But uh, expect expect him to be uh, such a key player on the team that should be contending. That's got the second highest payroll in the MLB. It's uh, there was too much for gamble.
1: Yes. and Liam, your A's have been on fire. Is probably the correct term to be using. Was it eleven straight wins? I think it is. Um, it's been clicking. Can you, just, can you
2: just say it for me one more time? Can you say it for me one more time? I need to hear it again.
1: 11 straight
0: wins. 11 straight wins. Um, Amen.
2: Amen uh, to and that. And I, I, I
0: thought, I thought, I thought, our one of nine was excellent, but the age have gone on top that. What is, is the record?
1: Do. Is your record 20 straight wins? Our
2: record is 20 straight wins. Um, in, the, back in the famous Moneyball days of 2002. Um, yeah. And you know what, this may be Moneyball 3.0 for us because we did it. We tried to do the same sort of virtual thing back in 2015-16 when uh, we decided to try and get low wage, low budget players, trying to bring them in for a season and go pretty far. And we did. We did. We did pretty well. We went, I think we went to the divisionals that year and then um, and then. This year and then this year we're doing pretty hot. We've offloaded some of the players, but I—I'll be honest. A couple of the players this year in the offseason, I wasn't too sure about us letting go. Marcus Simeon, I didn't understand why we had to let him go. He was a great servant for us and could have still been, but no, he had to go to the Blue Jays. And also Chris Harris as well. I think he went to the Texas Rangers. Um, he was a great DH for us. I've—I've I've, I've loved him, absolutely loved him, but no, he had to go as well. But you know what? Some of the players that we've brought in have been excellent this year. We brought got back Jed Lowry, who has been a force for us at bat, and we've got and our pitching rotation as well. I was so struck when Liam Hend- Hendricks t- got taken away from us by the White Sox, but again we've rallied and we've just we've got so many decent. We've got a decent starting rotation. We've got Matts. We've got the Smash Brothers of Matt Matt Chapman and Matt Olson absolutely killing it Matt Olsen had a blinding game against I got out blinding game last day I, I mean I think what was it I think his I think his double won us the game and 11 wins speaks for itself we may never lose again we, we may never lose again I'm sorry guys we may never lose again
0: that's that's pretty you know pretty big is that, is, are we classing, that is your hot tape there Liam
2: Yeah, let's go with it. Let's go with it. We'll never lose again. A's, we'll never lose again. We're going for it. We're going for an All-LA. We're going for an All-California World Series. We're going for Dodgers. We're going for A's. And I'm taking A's in six.
1: That's a... There you go, folks. Note it down. Note it down in the diary. On this day, February... Not February. It's it's April, George. April 23rd. It's April, George. Liam, Liam said the A's are never losing again. Going back to the A's though, Jed Lowry was on my Mets um and really was never really got going. Horrific injuries. Mm. Um, but boy, could we use his bat in the lineup? It's it's been painful to watch. Our wrist is shocking. It's it's so painful. But the bonkers thing is we have probably one of them, probably one of the most stacked line lineups in the league. Slight bias, slight bias, but you know, you look at um, Nimo leading off. He has been f- so hot to start the year. You know, Lindor hasn't really got going. Um, his first home run as a Met uh, in the recent series against the Cubs, but has been fantastic on defense, but hasn't really got in that groove in, um, with the bat. But we haven't been helped. We've had so many games called off because we didn't start the season till like four days in because of COVID. We've had rained off games, snowed off games. So the offense has never really... You know, you need you need to be playing day in and day out. Um, and the recent series against the Cubs was the first time we have played three straight matches in three straight days all season. So that kind of speaks for itself. And we're somehow I think we're seven and seven. You know, that's a pretty, pretty average. Um, but when our pitching is phenomenal, and our hitting isn't, you know, that kind of balances out to being a, a 500 team. Um, one of these shining lights has been Pete Alonso. You know, he was the quickest guy to hit 70 home runs, getting there quicker than Aaron Judge did in, 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 uh, in three, in just, we'll call it, we'll class it as three, two seasons, really, you know, with last season's being so short. Um, But he's just been phenomenal. And I think his value to the team is, is, uh, is pretty good. He's a leader, a great hitter, and he plays well on first base. He made a great defensive play last night Um, that, you know, Is valuable to the team so I think that's I mean I really hope we make the postseason I'm not going to be as bold as to say we're going to we're going to get to the World Series as Liam is because at this moment in time I have zero faith um but you know I'm going to keep mentioning it Liam because it's such an audacious thing Ethan the Red Sox that's fine fine. mentioned their winning run um what's one of the things that maybe you haven't been liking about the the Red Sox
0: at the moment, you know, hinting hint, um, uh, the pitching. It's it's just Garrett Richards. He's he's. I when we signed him, I thought, okay, it's kind of a rotation pitcher. He's all right. He did me for the Padres, but I thought, okay, get him in, maybe strengthen that pitching rotation. Nah, he's got worse. I've never seen a pitcher walk off walk consecutive batters before in my life and it was just like the other day I can't remember it was against the White Sox we gave away three runs in like the first inning it was down to his pitch and he was just awful and it's just not looked good for him at the moment and I just wasn't that the game that Tim Anderson homered off the first pitch of the game I believe Mm -hmm. so I believe so and it was like it was just awful he's just he's just not been there and I think We've got better... But one... Speaking of pitching, Pavetta. Last night, the opening, as soon as he got, like, took out of the game, really, we kind of collapsed, but Pavetta has been up there as one of the best pitchers we've had this season so far. Apart from uh, Big e who came in uh, later in the season due to injury. We've still not got Chris Sale back because he's still recovering from Tommy John surgery, so... We've got him coming back, but that winning streak of nine games was just incredible, especially after losing the Open Series to the Orioles as well, a team that not many thought would do things, especially me this year, and the Orioles look... They look all right for this season, I think. I don't know what you two think, George and in terms of the Orioles this season.
1: I don't think you're ever I going
0: mean, to really expect much from them. I think that's the big yeah. thing. But but they're always going way. to
1: surprise you if they do well.
2: Yeah, but... I mean, even their own league, the Major League Mm. Baseball, when they put out their percentage chances at the start of the season, they gave the Orioles a 0% chance of even making the World Series. Not winning it, making it. That that speaks for itself. When your own league is like, oh, well, we have to give everyone like a little bit of a chance, just, you know, keep fans distressed. They just gave up with Baltimore. They just thought, you know what? No. No, I don't think oh. so. Not not this year, no. I mean, Sorry, you guys just no, set this one out.
0: In terms of that, what did they give the Mariners? Because they've not made the postseason in 21 years, what did they, or 20 years even. What did they give the Mariners? I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. Because the Mariners true. are actually playing... I'm going to say it now, the Mariners are actually playing exceptionally well this year, I think. They gave us a... Re- well, obviously, they won last night 7-3, but they, they just look... Our problem is... And I think it's the same as the Mets have, is kind of scoring runs from when you're on base. It's that, it's what we struggle with. Like, Verdugo last night ran all the way to third base. He he just hit the ball into off field, got to third. And we're like, okay, we've got one out, sacrifice fly, Verdugo scores. But we just look really bad at bat. We started slow at bat when the season started and then we kind of picked up a bit. And now we've dropped off again. And it's just, I don't know what's going on, but Verdugo has been the standout player for me this season. At bat and fielding-wise, defensively, he's just been brilliant.
2: Just for a little bit of an update, um, Ethan asked me a question there about the Mariners. Uh, And the Mariners are plus 10,000 to win the World Series this year.
1: So not At a dollar,
2: win (laughs) 10,000.
1: It's not great odds, as that, that's again. No, it's it's not that's not, it's much not great odds. Well, no, it is if put it, it this is, way. Is, is it if you win?
2: Uh, it's it, it's great odds if you win, but let's face it. Like we all know, that's possible. Us being from England and the UK and Ireland, we know Leicester. We know there's a Leicester City story in everyone. But let's face Blackburn. it. Blackburn, 1995. Let's never forget your roots. Put it this way: this things Pittsburgh things Pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Pittsburgh Pirates are
1: 25000 25, But the
2: thing is, I mean, that just speaks for itself.
1: They have basically no money. For those of you that don't know, there's like there's the there's, there's the you know each team has so much money that they can spend to buy players. Um, you look at the the Dodgers and the Yankees; they've got a plethora of riches. Um, The Mets got taken over by Steve Cohen. Now also have uh, a healthy lump of money. Uh, Lindor was signed. Um, So, yeah. And then the Pirates have no money.
3: Yeah, they've they've, they've got uh, possibly the nicest stadium or ballpark in the MLB. Yeah, it belongs to uh, a god-awful team. It is unfortunate. <clears throat> so now we'll this... move on to the... Uh,
0: huh? Sorry. Ethan, Sorry go, I, was, so. I was just about to say that the Pirates actually started the season really well this year. So credit have. to them. They're playing some nice baseball in
1: that nice baseball park. Yes. Mm. Um, we'll now move on to the game of the week. Um, every week we're sort of just going to pick a game out that was ridiculous for either a no-hitter, a perfect game, or a game with lots of runs. And And this week it's a game with lots of runs. Uh, it was between the Reds and the Diamondbacks. Finished 14 14 eleven um, to the Reds. Ethan, what did you think for that? You know, was it, was it a hitting masterpiece or was it uh a, yeah, it was. Uh, it was it disaster. was
0: nice, it was a comeback win really for the Reds and just a bit of a score day. You mentioned lots of runs. The Cubs now five 0 up, the bottom of the first with one out. Oh mate, that six. Yeah, mate, that's six. We we'll six give you up up commentary the here on back yeah. ball. We, give you we right really us, do. We, we really do. So there's six <clears> up, <throat> up at the bottom of the first. It's not looking good for the uh, Brewers. But as you said, it was a really entertaining game, the Reds versus downbacks. Uh, the at bats were incredible. There were some good plays in there. A few home runs as well. I thought the downbacks looked good in parts. The Reds, it was just one of those where it could have gone either way and it did go to the extra innings. And we'll speak about that extra inning rule later. And I think it's just kind of, it's, it was a game that anyone could really win. And they've had, I think they're playing later tonight as well. And it's just, it's just it was just one of those that was kind of in the balance. Like, it could have mm-hmm. gone either way. It wasn't, a team wasn't dominating it, even though the Diamondbacks were like 4-1 up at some point, I think
2: it was it was in my opinion it was flipping between yeah. the two for about a good maybe for the whole of maybe from inning 5 to 9 i think from what inning 1 to 5 it was pretty dead uh what three runs in 5 innings and then it just exploded from inning 5 onwards i think i think it was just like everyone got into the groove of it you know both pitchers were sort of getting figured out a little bit and then just that last that extra inning just came out of nowhere Nine runs in one inning. I I I can't explain it. I I what I remember. I sort of you know I sort of peeked away from the interest really because I was like oh well it's you know it's it's just you know it's just going to boil down to it really it'll come back to it later on and then I look and then I looked up and I had to rewind it because I'd missed like three runs because they all came in one after the other it was ridiculous and do you know what fair fair play to the Diamondbacks they could have led down they could have taken it but. They actually fought back in that. And despite having just conceded six runs in one half an inning, um, then they came out and scored three for themselves just to try and push back a little bit. And it was pretty, a pretty solid offensive display from them in that 10th inning. The pitching was very decent. Um I'm not going to say it was the best, but I'm not going to say it was the worst either. I liked Alex Young closing out the game for um, Arizona. He was pretty, he was very decent. Um he uh, he took a little bit of a while to get going. I think he came in for the pitcher that was in before him. It was, he got hit on the hand by a stray ball, and then just brought him in out of nowhere. And then I uh, don't know where I just saw him throw a 92, 92 mile per hour slider. Don't see them very often. I was I was as shocked as anyone. I just I just okay. Where have they been hiding him in the bullpen? And they come out and he closes the game.
1: Closes it out with a strikeout as well. I think I think the pitching. To start the season has been ridiculous. It's just the standard has been fantastic.
0: There's been a you lot know, of high-scoring games though as well. That's the thing. There's been lots of high-scoring yeah, games. Yeah, I think there's been a very good balance. There's been a there's been a good balance. Um, I've not seen a boring game yet. Almost, I must mean, admit, I haven't seen one that's uh, been like a one. Haven't watched the Mets play
1: then? Have you really? Even?
0: I have. No, I haven't. <laughs> my A's. My a's won one nil.
2: My A's won one 0 against the Twins. Wow. In nine innings of baseball, we scored one run. I
3: think so that's what the, pr- the, that's the price. Feels, mm-hmm. I feel sorry for the price of never losing again. again. You've not got a hell of a lot right about, have you? Mm-hmm. When it's a 1-0 game or a 2-1 game, you've not got a hell of a lot yeah. right about.
0: True. Mm-hmm. You can speak well, about the dominant. about
3: it, if you're a commentator. Literally
0: um
1: before we before we move on to the for the for our one of our big topics of the week with the extra and ins i feel like we have to mention the uh the a's against the twins in you know game of the week we're trying to stay unbiased um but when but when something like this happens there's only one person i want to hear from and and liam that's you just take us through you know that that game um yeah the, the floor is yours
2: i don't know where to begin I just, I've never, I haven't, I don't think I've seen quite a, an attacking display like that from my A's in a while. And like a while, while. Like I've not seen, I don't think, I just, I, just, I don't know, I don't know where to start though. The runs were incredible. We, from the third pit, from the third inning to the sixth inning, we scored nine runs, which was insane for that early on in the game. We're, we were still just trying to find our groove in there. We even started off, it was, Actually, sorry, no, that was Minnesota. Never mind. <laughs> from any scratch that. Edit this out from up until here. Okay. The Oakland is actually scored seven runs in the first three innings. I'm pretty impressed by that. Very impressed by that indeed. The fact that we only had and the fact the best thing is, we only had 13 hits and scored 13 runs. That is efficiency right there in the batting box. As opposed to Minnesota's 18. I'm very happy with that. The fact just it just shows how efficient our batting has become and how well we run our bases. And just the, and the amount of, you know the amount of, the amount of just great players from the offense, the stolen bases, the really clever base running, and like the, the the discipline at the plate to be able to just be so meticulous in their base running and knowing when to go and when to stay. I think it really did stand them testament. Yes, the game kind of did dry up. Uh, there was a couple of innings where it was very dead, where we really did not, you know, get anything out of it at all. I think at the top of our batting order really did save us. However, also in the last, just in the last, the extra inning alone, I think, I think tiredness sort of got into it a little bit. I think whilst it was a great game of baseball, lots of runs being played tiredness got into it and we really did. I think not, not that we were lucky, but more that we were very, we were on the right side of the flip simply because they were more tired than us. We were able to go longer.
1: So going off the, so the extra innings, um, baseball, you know, you've got your one to nine and then if it's tied, you play until there's a winner. The extra innings, there's a, there was a rule that was brought in last year with the, with the shortened season um, of having a guy on second base to start the innings, um to, you know, to help with fatigue and to not let the games last as long. <clears throat> this rule was, you know, brought in again for this season. What what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it's a would you think it's a good thing or do you think we should go back to the, you know, traditional no guys on base and you just gotta you just gotta get the guys around? Christian, we'll start with you and then and then we'll work our way around.
3: I might be in the minority here, but I don't see a problem with a tie. I really don't. I mean, what, what's the issue with having a tie if you don't get, let's say, after the 10th inning, you don't have a winner. What's, what's the problem with a tie? Because you do have them in the NFL at times when it uh, goes past the overtime, 10-minute uh, overtime, I believe it is, and there's no winner. So why not have ties in the MLB? Because no, nobody really wants to, let's say, have like, I don't know, a 15 inning game.
0: Because, because um, you know, baseball is a loser's game. Like, no one wins a baseball. There's always like negative. I've put, saw the quote somewhere where it says it's a loser's game or whatever. Like, no one fully like, has positive, like, everyone has a negative game in baseball. You don't get people who are consistent, consistently good at what they're doing, unless your name is Mike Trout. Um, but then even he has the odd bad game. But I think my opinion of it, if you don't mind me interrupting, Liam. You go, you I'm go, yeah. It. I'm, I'm th- more think
1: of Christian saying that he w- he'd want to see ties. was not
0: expecting that to happen. Go ahead, Ethan, go yeah, no ahead. But I think in terms of the format, having second base, obviously it helps the home side massively. It gives them an advantage because they can, as we mentioned earlier, like in the build-up to this, it can just like having home advantage when you've got that is you can just whack it into the midfield and you pretty much win if you want to risk someone going to home. And it's just like, I feel like it does speed games up, but it kind of adds that extra tactical awareness of having to shift that defence, especially if you're the away side as well. And it gives the onus on the away side wanting to swing and actually try and get those runs on the board in those extra innings. It also takes can, away the
1: ability for double plays as well, because exactly. the guy's already on
0: second. Yeah. And it's like, what's what's the point? They like can just hit a sacrifice fly into the middle. We saw a perfect example of it was when uh, if you don't mind me using this, Liam, was when the Dodgers play the A's and it went to X innings and they went, the A athletics were at home and they've just put a sacrifice fly into the middle. And I think it was who was it on third? Was it Chapman on third or someone.
2: It was, it was Chapman. Chapman. Chap- Chapman uh, walked off.
0: Chapman walked off, and it was just like, okay, this would be more entertaining if there wasn't a guy on second. Because it was a really mm-hmm. good game. It's a really good pitching game. It was hits were good, and you mentioned that consistency there. I think the Athletics have. Do they have the best hits to runs ratio? Like in terms of you know actually scoring from those hits.
2: I think you're correct, actually, and that's the alluded to in my assessment of, like, why the A's are doing so well. I think it's just because we're so consistent, so efficient in our in our yeah. running and in our scoring.
0: Well, I think it's a good rule, and it does help speed the games up, but my opinion is I I just think it helps the home side more. But then Whatever. the flip side to that is, Ethan, that <clears throat> it will balance out, because yeah.
1: you could have it and be on the losing side of it, but then you could play two weeks later at home and win because of it. Like, you mm. know, the, that's always going to balance out.
0: Very true. I think
1: the Mets had a game when um, they managed to find the loophole and get Lindor on second. So, you know, yeah. he's very quick. So you literally needed to get it past the infield. And then Pete Alonso came up, hit a single, and uh, Lindor came home to score. Like, I think that's the... I don't like the ease in which it allows teams to score. You know, I like the. Mm. I, I just wanted. I want the duration. I want it to be like. I want it to be like a marathon. You know. You want um, the work. You want it. You want yeah, to I want him to work earn before. the win. Like it just felt like yes. it was a gimme, especially with the whole indoor thing. Like the fact that we managed to get him on him on um, second. If it had been a pitcher, that might be a bit more exciting because he's not getting round to home. Like you know, give me the give me the. I want it to last for so many innings, and it be yeah. like a. Who's the strongest team? Like like um, Liam was alluding to earlier with the A's, they outlasted the Twins. I think that's part of the beauty of extra innings, in my opinion. The fact that it's yeah. the strongest team wins. Yeah, and do, you ball ball go- ball. do
3: you want it to go on for hours, though? Let's say. Yeah. Like I, say, I, I don't mean, why? Perfect more, examples, baseball. So. Perfect. more baseball.
0: More baseball. We've, We've it all. Christian, but what? Perfect what, what example. It goes on to like six
3: in the morning, our time. No, perfect example. Prime example.
0: Prime example. I'm going to use here: Dodgers versus Red Sox, World Series Game Three, seven hours and thirty-four minutes went until nine a.m. in the morning. Absolute brilliant that's game. Never, Don't get that, me wrong. Two hours heard without a day. I know, but it's a nine out of seven-hour game. That's two games. We've got eight innings of pure. It's the longest World Series game in history, and it was just brilliant to watch. The Dodgers might have won that game. I might have been slightly mad because I did actually watch that game, uh, and I've watched it back a couple of times. And it's it's a good game to watch, even though there's like that span of like two or three innings where there's no runs, and it's just that what's going to happen is someone going to hit a home run, especially when it's the home side that win it as well. Especially if it's a walk off like that happened, which I don't want to mention. But we won that World Series, so that's all that matters in that case.
1: Um, we'll move on we'll move on we've already heard hot takes from from Ethan and, and Liam uh, Liam saying that got, the, uh, the A's are never going to lose out. again
3: have you heard my go on take? Christian I've got a topic which I want to which I want to put out though okay it's a bit early okay. to say who's going to be the MVP of the National League or the American League it's not going so to be a young player give early shouts from, if you're going to give early shouts of what we've seen so far who would you go for uh, for me personally I'd go for Ronald Acuna in the National League, uh, Mike Trout in the American League, but up, I'll open the floor up, even though I'm not uh, the presenter. So, who would everyone go for? See, my
1: my hot take links to that, so this is all this is all perfect. It all feeds off. So, mine is that the American League MVP will be an angel, but it won't be Mike Trout. Interesting. It's going to be Otani. I am so in <laughs> on him. I think he's fantastic. The fact that he can just throw a hundred mile an hour pitch and then bat second and hit a hundred and fifty mile an hour one. I mean, Mike Trout's great and all, you know, but he can't pitch at a hundred miles an hour. So there we go. It was just a, a great, for it was American a great League MVP. And it
0: was a great pitching performance that game. It was just Yeah. it was superb. And he's only gonna get better. So you know, yeah,
2: but home like that's all well and good. Otani being able to throw and pitch, sorry, pitch and bat at a very good rate both sides. However, how long will they be able to keep that up? Otani's only, only back from Tommy John surgery and he's only just trying to get back into the groove of things. They brought him out to throw the innings, to throw those couple of innings, just to sort of give, like, give him that chance to sort of show people what he can do at the early start of the season. That's fine. I'm all for that. More power to him for that. But like, I don't see him keeping that up for a hundred more games.
1: But I think I think they're very careful with him though, because he only I think, for mm. my recollection, he only pitched like four innings. Yeah, he only five,
2: Yeah, four or five innings. And
1: and and his pitch count wasn't, you know, it wasn't excessive. So I think if they're if they're mm. clever with him, you know, you can even you can even have him, you know, because he plays in the American League, so he can beat your DH. And say if you're in a bit of a bind at the bottom of a game, just bring him in. And then you don't have to you don't have to pinch it because he can do that himself. I just think that as a if they use him correctly, he has the potential to be one of the best players
3: in the league. Ahead of ahead of your boy De Grom and Garrett Cole. Well, no, because you know that. But a, a, a if we're gonna if
1: we're gonna if we're gonna throw De Grom out, he's been effectively his own run support. So you know,
3: look at Garrett Cole. Both, can, supposed, play so ways. both can play two way. He's both in the two numbers. Both can play
1: two way. So that's mm. my that's my hot take.
0: All right, Nash- MVP, for League, MVP, MVP MVP National
1: League. I want it to be Pete Alonso. No bias there at all, but I want it to be the poll. Uh, there. I'm,
0: I'm just going to have to interrupt you there because uh, the other day, George, you know when I said the Cubs were playing and you said the Cubs are a bit trash. Since they then, they were. They were. They've gone on a hot streak. They're now seven <laughs> they nil. Just since, but since then, since then they played the Mets. Yeah, and have
1: swept the Mets. Yes. So you know, we uh, gave them that little bit of momentum. We gave them a the helping hand. They're now mm-hmm. 7 are the Yankees seven trash, seven up against the Brewers. Yes. <laughs>
3: Liam,
2: uh,
1: Liam, right, the Liam, the Liam you're on your way. Picks. Who are you thinking?
2: Right. I agree with I agree with Christian.
0: Um, um sorry,
2: American League.
0: The Cubs have just I hit back-to-back
2: Who have just okay. hit? Back? The, the Cubs, Cubs have. Oh sweet Jesus! I agree with the American League MVP. I think Trout's a shoe in right now. If the league were to just stop right now. I agree. Obviously, there's 140 odd games left to go, but currently, Mike Trout leads the league, the American League, in batting average, in on base percentage, in slugging, and in OPS. He leads them all in that category, and very well, might I add. Mike Mike Trout's on base percentage is over half. So, and his batting, he's batting three nine. For for like twenty for twenty games in that's not bad at all. So I'm going for Mike Trout early on for a for AL MVP and Ronald Acuna for National League. So you agree with me on both, essentially? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I'll be honest, but 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 I will say this: another little hot take of mine, maybe Bryce Harper's not done. He's not done. How
3: about Mookie?
2: I think Mookie's a long stretch, I think. But Tatis Jr. I think I want Tatis Jr. to win so much, but I'm really sort of edgy on him after his injury. So early on in the season, he's he's already had surgery. And... I don't know how this season's going to go because so, last season was so short it was just sort of an abnormal one it just sort of messed everyone up a little bit there's been quite a few injuries at the moment that have needed quite a decent bit of surgery Otani and Tatis, both two superstars of the league have already needed Tommy John surgery and I think, what was it, a hamstring problem for Tatis? Yeah, ha- a hamstring from a swing You pulled a hammy from a swing
1: do you think the amount of power that went into that, though. Like that's just, that's, just, that's just cruel.
3: <laughs> I know. It is. a powerful hitter. <laughs> he is a very.
2: He, he is probably the best power hitter in the league. Probably the best power hitter in the league. Ethan, but yeah, you're, I'm you're
0: your go
2: MVPs?
0: with my MVP. Um, MVP. Oh, Ethan. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to go the same as Liam for the American League. So Trout. The National League, I'm probably gonna go. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think the National League. Um I don't know. It's hard. Um National League, National League. Probably Akuna.
1: So we've basically got a sweep here of yeah. trout
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> and Acuna. and then there's me Akuna's with, been and then there's me with Otani and Pete Alonso. So you know, mm-hmm. we'll we'll Seven right we'll at the end of, of, the of the season.
3: The <laughs> batting
0: average of four one
3: nine, the Kuna has got to be the early favourite in the National League. I
0: know. Um, trying to think, who else? Harper,
3: uh... like uh, Liam alluded to. Machado. I'm okay.
1: There's
2: just so many good
3: players. Mm. Like there's
1: so many Yo, good players. Up. Even just oh, to root, even just to like to see doing well. Mm. We're spoiled for choice. We're spoiled for Get choice, right? Yeah. No, because he's not the best pitcher in New York. So, bro, oh, bro, dude. oh. We know he, didn't know Christian. It's okay, and you it's can accept that and move on. Christian, we're going to come to you. Um, we need your hot take. Give us Our it heaters? with all its spice.
2: He's
3: Give us throwing, the heater. We're throwing heaters here. Give us the heater. Uh, all right. What is it? Let's let's go. For, let's go for a wild one. All right. Seattle will break the playoff drought this year, and the Yan- the Yankees are done. I'm not saying they're gonna win the World Series. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But I don't think they're as bad as what people are making out. I think it's a lot of it's early season jitters. Saying J- Giancarlo Stanton's not gonna be awful forever. Same with Gary Sanchez. They put invested too much into that roster to be. I hope so. Shocking. Just, for 160 plus games. I hope so. Okay.
2: Statons. John in my fantasy lineup. I hope he's not. I hope he's not done for the year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't, I think Seattle will break their break their plaster. Ethan will we'll
0: come I, to you for a score update. It is ten nothing to the Cubs. Oh, the Brewers again, absolute torn to pieces. Rizzo and I think it's Reyes. Hit back to back home runs, and it's just good stuff. Good hitting from uh, the Cubs so far. It's Bottom of the second, uh-huh. two outs, ten nothing.
1: Rizzo was in
2: my Rizzo's in my
0: fantasy lineup. <laughs>
1: ten points, Rizzo. Okay.
0: Liam struck gold
1: on on fantasy. We'll just give you the lineup before we uh, before we finish episode one. Coming so <laughs> there's, there's the four of us in fourth place by a little man a uh, little margin. Is is Ethan? Uh, in third is, is Liam. Uh, I myself am in second. Oh, and
3: then winning.
1: Christian, off the bat of... Really, it's off the bat of Mike Trout and Akuna Jr. Is, is wiping the floor. us in first place. Oh, yeah. so, um, I don't know, wasn't it? That's Yeah. That. Well, that <laughs> says <laughs> it all. He didn't that know it was winning. Bad, he says Which... it all. Christian's there, passing the time. Um, that's all we've got time for on this week's episode. Um, We'll be back with a new one next week.
3: Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks very much, guys. Bye.